0: And our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we discussed how the more loosely we cling to the things of this world, the tighter we can grasp the things of heaven. Let's continue with that discussion today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom.
1: The word translated strangers is the sense of a foreigner. The word pilgrims is the idea of an immigrant or a tourist. The point is, these people considered the moment they got saved, their citizenship was now in heaven. And they were just here on this earth as God's ambassadors. That's the way we as Christians need to view our
2: life. And if God would have me to own a home or a tent, a house or a cottage, it doesn't matter. It's only temporal. And I
1: just need to do what God wants me to do. These people lived in the world but they were not of the world. Christians are not to love
2: the world nor the things that are in the world. By the way, what do you think it meant and what is meant by the things that are in the world? The more loosely we cling to the things of the
1: world, the more tightly we can cling to the things of the world to come. In Jesus Christ, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, these all died in
2: faith, and they fully realized that although they had residence on earth, they were only strangers and pilgrims traveling toward a better land.
1: I am reminded of Hebrews twelve two, looking unto Jesus, the Author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh, the joy that was set before him, that city, and eternity. Never allow present adversities to dim our glorious hope and expectation. And verse 14 says there, For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. I thank God for my house. The car that I have is fully paid for. I wish my house was fully paid for. But both are merely things that we use. But I don't want anything I have
2: or any place to have a hold on me to the point that I don't want to leave it. The moment my Lord says. Leave. To relinquish present
1: things. In view of future blessings. He is declaring openly. That one is seeking. A better country.
2: That is why we don't tell you. That if you tithe. That you'll get rich. Because present riches are left behind. We don't preach a
1: prosperity now gospel. Usually those that do have the idea of send your money to me now and you'll be prosperous if you'll send your money to them. Well, you'll make them prosperous, that's for sure. When we will not allow anything to overshadow the blessed work of God, then we are his servants indeed with a right world view. Now, it's interesting to me that the idea of country in this verse, verse 14, is the idea of homeland. You ever see people get homesick for the old home place? Maybe that place was up north. Maybe it was out west. I live in Florida here, and so often we'll have senior Citizens that come down here to retire, then they'll get missing the children and the grandchildren and they'll last down here one or two years. Then they'll come in and say, Preacher, we're going back home. We're moving back up there. We just think that all's going to be better if we do. I found usually if the man comes in alone and tells me he blames it on the wife. But what happens so often is they move up and about a year and a half later to two years, they're back. And they tell me, we remember now why we moved in the first place. And so, we had many of them come back. But sometimes people will get homesick for
2: the old home. That was the heart of these patriarchs. But, it was the heavenly homeland. They had never been there. But they were driven By the promise of faith,
1: of sound doctrine, and therefore they were homesick for heaven. And that takes us into verse 15, where it says, And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned.
2: Now, in their trials and tribulations, they could have decided Why not go back home? Why put up with the things with which I'm putting up? Their mind on their home and all the friends and the things they left behind. You see, that's easy to do. It's very easy to do. Boy, you're going through trials and troubles,
1: and then you remember, oh, boy, back home. And you only remember the good things. You don't remember the bad things that happened. You remember the good things, but then you think, well, at least those people love me. I don't know if people in the ministry here love, love me like my family did or like this did. If we didn't have these kind of trials, we didn't have these kind of problems. Why well, put up with this? And so, what they do is they get their heart and mind back in those things. Now, my friend, I've seen people say, I'm giving my life to God, but their mind is always back in the where they used to be in the world and all that. And if you try to walk on this side of the road, but your heart's on the other side of the road, you're going to get miserable in a hurry. And so when you decide to follow Jesus, you got to follow him with your whole heart. It has to be there. Now, I've seen people, and perhaps you've experienced this too. You pull up to a traffic light, it's red, and there's a car in front of you. The light turns green. Now, green means go. And that car sits, and it sits, and it sits. Now, that person got in the car with the idea that they were going someplace. When they stopped at that traffic light because it was red, their mind went somewhere else. So when the light turned green, their mind wasn't on what they were doing and where they were going. It was somewhere else.
2: Well, when you decide to fully follow the Lord Jesus Christ, burn the bridges behind you, eliminate going back as an option. Now, a lot of
1: times when I counsel young couples that are getting ready to get married, I tell them one thing you have to do is eliminate the word divorce from your vocabulary. It's not an option. Well, eliminate quitting and going back as an option, regardless of the circumstances.
2: I like the way Elisha did it. You know, when Elisha was called of God to follow Elijah, he burnt the tools and offered the ox to follow Elijah. In other words, the very things that made his
1: income, the very things that made his life, Right in the place where he was, he 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 got rid of those things. And he didn't have something to come back to. He didn't have those ox to come back to. He didn't have those tools to come back to. And he went on in the will of God. If
2: Abraham and Sarah had really wanted to, I believe they could have returned. But then they would have only had a religious
1: experience and not a walking relationship with their Lord God. One thing must be eliminated if you are in this hall of faith as regards to the world. We see that in First John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world, and the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he
2: that doeth the will of God abideth for ever. Now people who walk out of the will of God
1: simply have not the love of the Father in them.
2: But before we're too critical, just remember, we often criticize people and the fact that they have failed. And we're not really aware of all the circumstances. We may have failed too. And many times these people that fail, that quit, that leave the will of God,
1: they've been criticized and circumstances got bad and they got their eyes on the criticism that other Christians were giving them and the circumstances in which they had to live and they got their eyes off Jesus Christ. Now, once you drink the water of life and you eat of the bread of life, once you experience the peace and joy of walking with Jesus Christ daily, Even the desire to
2: walk back to the world goes away, regardless of the circumstances. I mean,
1: once Jesus becomes your joy of living, then the circumstances, as bad as they may be, you realize cannot bring the joy or rob you of the joy that you have in Christ and if you go back to the old joys, the old pleasures, you'll know something's missing. John 16.33 says this, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The Lord Jesus Christ, the captain of our salvation, puts some of his followers into places of great peril and,
2: and sends them no help,
1: that their faith and consecration may be tested and proved. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, may the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today.
0: We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light Broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, OCALA, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer Gary Neron saying... May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Bible Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand
2: when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its
1: firm foundation for the Bible. Stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for
2: the Bible.